This is Chris Bosch, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is NBA Hall of Famer and author Chris Bosch. Chris fell in love with basketball at an early age and earned the prestigious Mr. Basketball title while in high school. After getting drafted by the Toronto Raptors, he went on to become a five-time NBA All-Star before joining the Miami Heat and winning two NBA championships. More recently, he wrote his first book, Letters to a Young Athlete. We discussed the book as well as the obstacles he overcame throughout his career during this podcast episode. Chris, welcome to Five Questions. Thanks for having me. Well, it's so great to have you here. I want to start earlier in your childhood. How did watching basketball with your father and playing with your friends inspire you to pursue this professional career? In a deeper level, it was more so uh, seeing black men be successful, to be honest with you. But it was just something magical about the game. Watching it on TV was one thing, but experiencing it and playing it had not the same effect, but an equal effect for me. So to see that there were worldwide superstars playing this game that I loved, it just felt like a connection for me. And so at first it was like, you know, my dad, he definitely watched more basketball than me, but after a while it just became an obsession. I lived it, ate it, breathed it, everything with basketball, seeing Michael Jordan hold that trophy year after year and then be on billboards, then have the sneakers. It was just an infectious thing through our culture and I felt it every day. If you can't see it, you can't be it. You know, seeing other people who you could kind of grow up into, it, it almost like makes it feel possible to you. It, it tangibilizes what that career could be. And absolutely. I, I firmly believe in visualization. It is something that I give just as much work to as on the court or gave as much work to on the court. Throughout your basketball career, you had ups and downs. How did you deal with the pressure after losing to the Dallas Mavericks during the 2011 NBA Finals? And how did that motivate you to win both the 2012 and 2013 championships? It made me realize that there is another level of pain that I hadn't experienced in professional sports. You think you know it all uh, at one point in time, but I soon found out where the motivation comes to get that one more lap, train a little harder and, you know, study film a little more because I don't want to feel that ever again. It, it made me realize how hard it is going after your dream. Nobody thinks about losing the big game. You never lose the big game in your dreams, right? But dealing with that reality as a team, we have to come back and say, we weren't good enough last time. We're going to be good enough this time. And we're willing to put ourselves in that position again, because you're really, really putting yourself out there. You just got to be brave and just go for it. You're listening to Five Questions, and this episode is sponsored by SaneBox. Is email a soul-crushing distraction? If so, then you need SaneBox. SaneBox's artificial intelligence monitors your inbox. Automatically, wasteful email is moved to your Sane Later folder. All that's left is the important stuff. If you know how email folders work, then you know how SaneBox works. Find an email in the wrong folder, just move it. Get a free two-week trial and a $25 credit by visiting SaneBox.com slash five questions today. That's SaneBox.com slash five questions. Now back to the show. Failure forces change in a very unique way. Because when you fail, (laughs) you're forced to make changes in your life so that you don't fail again. And sometimes that could be pursuing the same path, maybe a different way or going in a completely new path. And one of the things that you faced early in your career is an early retirement. And that must have been really hard for you, especially because it was due to health issues. 
How did you mm-hmm. cope with the inability to continue playing basketball and then reinvent yourself after? It took about two years. It was a process. You know, you have to go through the stages of grief. But coming out on the other end, it made me ask myself questions that I had never asked myself. Like, what do I like? What do I want to do? I never saw myself not playing the game. So to deal with that adjustment, just to yank the cord out midway, in my opinion, it was very, very difficult. I fell into my family. I, I learned that there's a whole other world out there. I got into music. I got into more into art. I started finding out who I am. I started to empathize with that high school student that doesn't have a program out there or something, you know, or resources out there because I always had ball and now I don't. It, it was just some um, eye-opening for me, but it made me realize things that I could do to be positive moving forward. And really, to be honest, how I can affect the youth and affect change. Yeah, I love that, especially because much like the people you looked up to, like Michael Jordan growing up, you became an inspiration on the court after losing the championship and then winning the next two, as we discussed. And now even off the court, you're still a leader and not only are you helping inspiring basketball players, but, you know, extended from that. I mean, with your book yeah. and everything you're doing with the foundation, now that you're retired, what did you learn from your time playing basketball that helped you with this phase of your career? Really how to be persistent, how to, uh, how to have perseverance, how to, how to weather the storm because the challenges are coming, the storms are coming. You cannot escape that. Basketball always taught us that because even in winning a championship or even going after one, there's always another possession another game, another quarter, another mistake. And we find ourselves always correcting ourselves, always trying to get better, you know, really just putting the work in as well. That showed me that if you dedicate your time and put it into something constructive or put it into a skill, you'd be surprised at the results. Because as an adult, you want to be Picasso right away if you pick up a paintbrush, right? You want to get right to it. But that's that's, that's not how it goes. You have to slowly get better and just really believe that one day, you know, if I keep working at this thing every day, I'm going to get better. I bring that approach. And of course, teamwork is a huge thing. You always have to have a great team, a great chemistry between your team, great communication. I try to bring those values uh, uh, to the regular life, you know, see how I can empower myself uh, and those around me. Completely. Consistent effort over a long period of time builds brands. You built your own brand, of course, and build <laughs> skills or anything else. For sure. Time after time, it's not even just practicing, but it's getting the feedback and then it's surrounding yourself with other people. And what's your best piece of career advice? Embrace the suck. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but uh, yeah, embrace I the think suck I heard it a long time because, ago. You know, it's um, I really took that to heart, you know, because in your career, I think we all want it right away. Right. We want to be successful right away. And if we don't get it right now, it's a problem. And we're just put ourselves in a hard place based off of perceptions that how we feel it should be. It's about the process. You know, it's about getting up every day, hopefully loving what you do. And if you don't, finding that thing and really just get into the daily practice of doing that thing every day, living, being a human being every day and embracing the suck, man, because it's going to come. You know, those challenges are going to come, but be confident when they come. I've seen so many people not be confident when challenges come. If you put the work in and you know how hard you worked in something and how much you've prepared yourself physically and mentally, when it's time to rise to the occasion, you do it. And so just know that that moment is coming. Think about that moment, train for that moment, study for that moment. And when it comes, make it happen. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Chris. To follow his journey, you can read Letters to a Young Athlete and find him on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, where he shares his latest announcements, old basketball photos, travels, and family. 
To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan Shawbell. And please remember to rate and review the Five Questions podcast on iTunes. (laughs) 